This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right, it's half past two right now and we are jumping into the next topic, the last topic for the morning and it is festive season depression and on the line we do have Voyani Muulea who is a psychologist. Uh, just going to unpack this topic for us. Um, I think earlier I, I did mention how I, I understand I relate to this topic because I have people around me and I know that the festive season is a bit depressive for some people. It's something that they don't look forward to. I mean, there's a financial burden, there's emotional burdens, there's there's so much that you just go through. Um, let's just welcome our guest, uh, Voyane Molea, uh, who is a psychologist. Good morning, Voyane, and welcome to Power Zone. Hi, Nakalo, and good morning to the listeners. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Now, as we just get into this topic, uh, festive season depression, why is depression common during the festive season? Let's unpack that. Um, What happens is that during the festive season, people's lives become heightened in the sense that if uh, maybe I'm unemployed or I don't have too many family, friends, and loved ones around me, I'm able to cope with that relatively well during the course of the year. But during the festive season, that experience becomes heightened. If, for example, uh, I don't have a lot of people around me, because during the festive season, everybody will be posting themselves at family gatherings, everybody will be posting themselves, spending quality time with family. It then creates an impression that everybody's life, uh, you know, is moving at a better pace than mine. And also the financial burden, like you mentioned earlier, during the festive season, it is the time where you are expected to give gifts to the loved ones, you are expected to travel. You know, in South Africa, uh, people travel from wherever they are working back home. So there's a lot of pressures that society unknowingly puts on individuals during the festive season. And that's why most individuals are actually experiencing a lot of depression and anxiety during the festive season compared to during the year. Even though there might not be a lot of changes in your life, the experience just becomes heightened. Mm. And when it, tell me, what kind of depression is the most common at this time of the year? It's mostly, you know, the experience of my life not moving at a direction and the pace at which I want to move uh, because of me comparing my life to other people's lives. Uh, so. Because during the year, there isn't a lot of emphasis on family, friends, and how other people are living their lives. I'm able to cope relatively well with my life. But during the festive season, it then becomes a challenge uh, because everybody is accentuating the best parts of their lives. They are posting and they seem to be having fun. Whereas where I'm standing, things are not going as well as I would like them to because of the comparison. So it's not necessarily a different type 
of, of depression. Mm. It is just that there is too much comparison happening. And another thing that happens is that because it's the festive season, there's a lot of pleasure. Uh, there's a lot of pleasure to go to family gatherings, uh, to go to events and to do all sorts of things. And that normally creates anxiety in a lot of people because mm. even if you are an introverted individual, during the festive season, somehow you have pressure to attend parties and to attend family gatherings and you must appear happy and spirited even if you go to the mall there is you know christmas music and there is all these festivities that individuals are expected to conform to which might not necessarily be what they want to do Mm-mm. and now Vianney, uh, you know one thing i would uh, associate a lot of this with would be the role that social media plays um Perhaps I'm a bit mm. too young to say back in the day this was not the case, but does it is it does it increase the 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 role basically the role of social media does it increase the depression and the feelings that people go through because now everybody's posting on social media that oh mm. I'm with this side of my family this is what we're doing and it looks a bit more glamorous that side and whereas with you it's just you and your house or not even your family members yes that's true um what social media does is that it gives people the opportunity to post and express and share aspects of their lives that they want people to be exposed to. So it doesn't post the full picture. It doesn't show people uh, the entire reality that individuals are going through, but it shows them what people would like you to see. And most people would like people to see aspects of their lives that are going well, or they curate aspects of their lives to make it look like they are going very well. And then when in your specific uh, environment, those aspects of your life, maybe, you know, your relationships with family, your relationship with friends are not as cameras as they appear on other people's uh, social media statuses and uh, other platforms, then it almost comes as though people my age are doing well, they have family, they have friends, they are married, they have money, they have all these things, and I don't seem to be, you know, doing as well as I should be. And you hear that a lot where people say, compared to my peers, I'm not doing as well as I should be. So the emphasis on my peers and the emphasis on as I should be is an indication that part of this uh, holiday depression or festive depression comes from comparing our lives and comparing our journey to that of other people. And what role does family play in this? I mean, a lot of people will tell you that oh, I avoid going to my family because they're going to tell me I've lost weight, I've gained weight, or when am I having kids? When am I getting married? What role does the family play? Yes, that's an important consideration and probably one of the biggest uh, triggers that most people struggle with during the, the, the festive season. The truth of the matter is that most of our families have unresolved issues or unresolved traumas that we, you know, for one reason or another, have not had the opportunity uh, to attend to them and fix them. So the festive season in South Africa is one of those uh, periods of the year where people are almost feeling pressured 
to go to their families and to spend time with families and to, for a lack of a better word, play happy family. And then what happens is that during those interactions, those family gatherings, those issues that have been unresolved, uh, the beef, uh, you know, the feud between Abu auntie or other people in the family, they start playing themselves out and then this, 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 this you know, subtle uh, jabs about how people look, uh, people compare each other's children. You know, all those kind of things. And then it makes the experience to be more painful than it would have been had you stayed at home wherever you are staying as opposed to going to the family gathering. But at the same time, if you don't go to the family gathering and you don't become part of the community that is your family, you also feel lonely and in a way you feel like you are not belonging. So this puts pressures on family to try and resolve their feuds and their differences so that festivities can be pleasant experiences as opposed to an opportunity for people to actually hurt one another or do the things that they know are going to affect other people badly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, we should probably talk about um, the youth and the young people uh, as a young person myself. We're very opinionated now. We're very, um, we don't take a lot of things lying down. Does this also potentially harm our relationships with the family? Because now I'm able to say, actually, no, I'm not dealing with this. So I don't want to see you or um, actually answer that. Oh, no, you want kids. I don't want kids yet. So you can have them if you want them because you're asking me about the kids. Do you think this now drives to um, pushing us up? pulling us apart as family members because now we're able to stand up for ourselves. And back in the day, that was not allowed. Yes, so the tendency of the current generation to speak up and to express their feelings and to not take things lying down does not necessarily make things worse. In fact, it is part of the solution, even though in the in the moment it creates a lot of conflict and mm. there might be a lot of uh, pain and hurt that people are experiencing, especially people who are, you know, from older generations when they see young people speaking back and telling them that, no, I don't want to get married or I don't want children or I don't want to live my life the way you want me to live my life. Mm. Uh, that might come across as though it's creating uh, you know, feuds and fights and disagreements, but it's actually a good thing in the long run because that conflict is a little bit constructive because it is conflict that is challenging the status quo and making people aware that we don't have to be the same, we don't have to want the same things out of life, and we don't have to be putting one another under so much pressure on how our lives should unfold. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, even though in the moment it creates a lot of disagreements. Mm-mm. And now that it's the festive season, how um, accessible is being able to just speak to a psychologist, a counselor, a therapist at this time of the year? I mean, people are on a break, on the uh, like they are in the festive mood and everything. How accessible are they uh, at this point? 
Yeah, interestingly, I was speaking to some of my colleagues uh, who are counseling and clinical psychologists, and they were saying that during the festive season, that's when they get a lot of bookings. Uh, so it appears as though the festive season gives people the opportunity to confront some mm. of the issues that, uh, you know, during the year they ignore by hiding behind work and, mm. you know, you know, the feeling of always being busy and not getting time to focus on things that, 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 that harm you or things that hurt you. Mm. So psychologists generally are available during the festive season, even though some of them might take a break on specific days, for example. Yeah. Uh, on Christmas Day, it might be difficult. On the 31st, it might be difficult. But generally, all other days, it's, it's, it's fairly easy to find access to mental health practitioners. But what's also important to note is that when you are trying to seek help and you are trying to reach out, you don't necessarily have to speak to a psychologist. You can always speak to your pastor, speak mm. to a trusted friend, uh, speak to a friend who's not judgmental. So it's not necessarily uh, speaking to a psychologist in particular. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And how mm. does one avoid the festive season depression? So I'm guessing this is a lot of work from the beginning of the year so that when you get to the end of the year, it's not as bad. So how how do we do this? How do we make sure that the festive season does not always feel like something that depresses us? Yes. So there are several practical steps that you can do. I will highlight a few of them. But apart from the practical steps, the most important way to deal with holiday depression or any other kind of depression that happens during uh, festivities is to not conform to the expectation for your life to be similar to that of other people. So you must avoid having a comparative mindset because mm. that, is, that, is, that is the root of the issue. Mm. We start feeling terrible about our lives when we think our lives are supposed to be similar to that of other people. Mm. So that's the first thing that we need to work on. And if you have a therapist or, you know, you have support groups, those are some of the things that you should talk about. How do do you avoid the urge to compare yourself to other people? Mm. Because that is the main problem. And then apart from that, or whilst holding that understanding in mind, we can also do practical things like don't force yourself to attend every event mm. just because it's the festive season and everybody's inviting you to this to this event or to this gathering. Give yourself permission to say no mm. because firstly, you don't have all the time. Mm. Uh, secondly, you don't have all the money in the world mm. to attend all these events. And let's be fair, festive season events are very expensive mm. because the people who are attending those events, some of them, you know, so they mm. have extra money and, and that could put pressure on you finding that you might not be having extra money and in other circumstances you might not be employed to begin with. Mm, mm, mm. So give yourself permission to say no, don't attend every event, don't be everywhere just because it's the festive season and you are expected to. Another practical thing that you can do is to actually prioritize your mental health and schedule activities that make you happy Mm. as opposed to just doing what you are expected to do. Mm. You know, some people during the festive season, they just go home where uh, they come from 
and then they just spend time with family, even if it is not something that they would like to do. So what what can help is for you to schedule your mental health priorities such that you are able to spend a bit of time with family, but you're also able to spend a bit of time with yourself Mm. and you are able to spend a bit of time doing activities that you love Mm -hmm. so that the festive season can be a relaxing uh, and unwinding experience as opposed to an anxiety-provoking experience. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. All right. So the four top things prioritize your mental health do what makes you happy do not confer or conform to expectations so do not compare yourself to anybody else and do not force yourself to attend every event give yourself permission to say yes. no nicely put thank you yes. yeah. thank you so much uh we do have a call i think i uh, would like you to just stay on the line so that uh, we can hear what our caller has to say. We have Eric from Spread View. Eric, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Good. I'm good. What's on your mind? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I and, and good morning to your guest today. Yeah. Good morning, Eric. Good uh, morning. I want to make a contribution on uh, the issue of uh, lack of finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the festive season, you find that people are traveling from, say, traveling from Gauteng to the rural areas. Mm-hmm. And when you arrive there, you find that uh, you don't have enough funds. Or you told yourself that uh, beginning of the year, I'll be saving this much. And you, you failed to save. Uh, and uh, now... When you reach maybe the rural areas from Gauteng, you don't have enough funds to contribute to family gatherings. Uh, does mm. that also contribute to a depression during those festive seasons? You find mm. that sometimes you cannot fit into the family because uh, of of lack of funds when you are there in the rural areas. Mm. Mm. Uh, does it also contribute to depression? Yeah, well, I don't know if I should answer that now. You or may. You're going to take may. another please. call. No, please do. Okay, I think Eric is 100% correct. Mm-hmm. In South Africa, you might remember also as a child, uh, if, if, if you, you especially grew up out of Gauteng, that during the festive season, uh, we know that our family members who are in big cities, maybe Gauteng, Cape Town, Durban, when they come back home, there's an expectation, even as a child, you mm. are expecting that when they come home, they will come with sweets, they will come with Christmas clothes, and they will come with money for praying and for all these other things. So there's a lot of unnecessary pressure that our society has some, uh, somehow managed to create for itself mm. during the festive season. That is really, 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 really making our people to struggle more than they usually do. Mm-hmm. And there is also this trend in our families whereby people's opinions and people's contributions are limited to how much money they are able to contribute. Mm-hmm. And that really contributes to this uh, holiday depression experience. Because if I want to have an opinion about how we should do something or how uh, the itinerary for the day should look like, people will be asking uh, uh, also, how much money are you going to put in since you are suggesting this? Mm, mm, mm. And, and and that's obviously not fair 
but it's something that does happen in our families. Yeah. Uh, and the expectation that everybody should be at the same financial level and people who have more money than other family members are given more respect and are giving this, uh, uh, you know, holier than those status in the families, uh, should, it's also something that should come to an end because mm. money is nothing but a tool that we use. We still have to relate to what one another as human beings, irrespective of our financial circumstances, mm. because financial circumstances change over time. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for that, Voyani. We do have another caller, uh, Benny from Richards Bay. Benny, good morning. Uh, what's your contribution to this topic today? Yes, uh, morning and morning to your guests. Yeah, morning. Okay. Yes, okay. Yeah, as my home is in Pretoria, so I just want to, I'll put it in a form of um, how I plan things to the last uh, caller I was calling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I decided, okay, it's fine. I'm going to take a flight and leave the car here in the just Bay. And then, because I'm going home to rest. So if maybe I want to travel, maybe to, like maybe to a mall or maybe, uh, some other places, maybe the beers, maybe for mountain climbing and for relax. I decided no, it's, it's fine. I'm gonna use an Uber and then ca- mm. go and come back and mm. relax. Uh, because of mm. one thing that I've realized, once if I can drive, I use a car. Um, I won't be able to have much more rest because when the car is around there, I'll be thinking of going up and down and yeah. end up spend, spending for something which I didn't even budget for. So the main purpose for me going home now is to to, to relax. And then even if I can have fun, it will be limited uh, 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 because when the vehicle is far from me, it will also limit me to go up and down. And one one thing that I've done, I've organized the families that, okay, I will take one special day, cook them a nice oxtail. I'm not a chef, but just to spoil them, (laughs) combine them families. And then we mm. enjoy. So at some certain points, the money that I'm, I'm going to even spend for Oxtail is the money that I contributed from January. The little, it doesn't, even if it could be 100 rand you spend from each and every month and until December, you combine that mm. money, it makes 1,000. It's easy so that okay, you can spoil your, your, your family. You don't have to be having lots of thousands of friends, but you can do it mm. from the beginning of the year. I wonder if we plan life in that particular way. Is it uh, manageable or maybe I'm denying myself a pleasure if I do things in this way? Then, yeah, mm. that's, that's the way. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the unit of analysis that mm. the caller is referring to. He says he uses the festive season to rest. Mm. So the most important thing that he wants to do during the festive season is to rest. So by him using the strategy of leaving his car and going uh, home uh, without his car, Mm -hmm. it's a very practical way to limit himself from making unnecessary trips and spending more money than he had planned because when you don't have your car or the comfort that the car brings, you are one way or another going to limit some of your movements. And and, and, and you then focus 
on the purpose of the festive season, which is to rest. Yeah. And that's something that most people neglect. People forget that the festive season is actually, in principle, intended for us to rest and spend quality time with family. And and I also love the fact that he says he's not a chef and it doesn't have to be anything big, but just the thought of bringing family together and creating a nice meal uh, from a place of love. It can be enough. So we don't always have to do things that are big and uh, sensationalized. As long as you're operating from a place of love, yeah. uh, uh, people should be able to appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a, a, the best way to actually wrap up this conversation and um, mm. just to make people feel a little at ease in terms of the festive season. Thank you so much uh, for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you so much. That was Voyani. He is a psychologist. Voyani Muela, a psychologist, just talking about the festive season uh, holiday depression, festive season depression. And yeah, that wraps up the conversation. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.